0: Good day, and welcome to the 60th edition of Birds All Day. My name is Drew Ferris-Service, and we are here uh, talking about your Toronto Blue Jays. And uh, to do that, uh, joining me as always... Old Reliable. Old Reliable, Mr. Andrew Stone. Stone, how are you? I'm pretty good, actually. You are pretty good. Yeah,
1: I'm feeling all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the later we record these things, the more, uh, the more wooderson this whole operation becomes. Uh, the Blue Jays did not play today. Today being Thursday. But they had a decent week. They had a decent week playing against the Texas Giants. Oh, sure. did
1: they? Oh, did they? they? I seem to recall because I can only recall, you know, my most recent emotions. I re- I seem to recall that I hate the Blue Jays and they're terrible garbage.
0: They did surrender a, uh, a, a, a. There was a shrimp. There was shrimp. There was Blue <laughs> Jay shrimp, uh, which was great. Uh, I don't know if you saw my favorite part of the show. I didn't even realize it. I didn't uh, realize it until I saw it. It was, uh, uh, Cespedes Barbecue tweeted out a screen cap of Buster Posey having been walked to end the game. All he has to do is roll his bones to first base and the game is over. Mm -hmm. The game is all but over until uh, he just has to go. Uh, We remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Buster Posey having been walked at a point which the game is now over. Definitely took the time to bend down and take off his shin guard.
1: (laughs) What a fool. That's pretty, that's pretty amazing. Well, I, you don't want to walk with the shin guard. I, my personal favorite was uh, uh, Bluebird Banter's uh, minor leaguer, who hmm. said that uh, from the day he arrived, he was waiting for a shrimp to para.
0: <laughs> it was that. Uh, that I believe that uh, headline got worked out a little bit. Hmm? That, uh, that joke, which is... Did it? What? Oh, did it? I'm all for it. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with it. It was great. It was, I'm, more,
1: I'm, a, I'm, I'm a fan of his early stuff. I don't really know what his mainstream <laughs> stuff is all about, to be honest. The,
0: uh, the first shrimp of the year is always a joyous and momentous occasion.
1: <laughs> yes, usually against somebody else is the problem. But yes, it is.
0: Good times. Uh, good times for you. If you are a fan of the Blue Jays listening to this podcast, and to do so on a regular basis, I recommend that you subscribe on iTunes, and uh, that way you get it directly as soon as we upload it, usually on a Thursday or a Friday.
1: Yeah, we'll go with Friday
0: this time. (laughs) You can, so you can, uh, you know, of course you can access it on BlueJaysNation.com, search for Birds All Day on iTunes. Uh, When you're there, if you already are a subscriber, you can of course rate and review us, drop a review. Uh, We've got lots of fun and and positive and uh, good timey reviews that that, uh, we really appreciate and uh, speaking of appreciate, we appreciate everybody who helps us continue to live in the style to which we've grown accustomed. Which means people who support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash birdsallday. Uh, there's so many options and so many uh, uh, places you can spend your money these days. Uh, our friends at Sportsfeld, our friends at Effectively Wild, they, they are also Patreon-run Patreon uh, podcasts. So if you are in the giving mood, go help out uh, the content the content creator in your life by uh, shooting a couple bucks a month, and uh, big things are afoot here at Birds All Day, so you never know what might come of your generosity. Uh, speaking of generosity, Ryan Tepera was generous and giving away all well, those free bases <laughs> and then extra innings of fair on getaway day. Do you think the Blue Jays could play the Giants like every week from now on?
1: I think that would be fun for everybody. It would be fun for everybody. I really would enjoy that, yeah.
0: The late games, that's your time to shine. The late game.
1: You know, I've been uh, trying to live my life like a regular person lately, and it's actually quite nice.
0: You've succeeded, in other words? For a while, yeah. We'll see how that goes. But uh, starts. Fits and starts.
1: You know what? I have a very nice day job, and uh, when the days are nice, it turns out that uh, I enjoy them Mm -hmm. more being awake than asleep. (laughs) It turns out.
0: I I have come full circle in that I don't, I have a job where I'm not really at liberty to watch the day games anymore, which sucks. It's too bad. I mean, it's I could. Bad. Just don't feel right. It's that kind of a job, a conscience job, which uh, is to say, it's no job at all.
1: Speaking of conscience, I to get this off my conscience, I was like uh, earlier <laughs> when you were doing all the shoutouts and the the mm-hmm. the ads and stuff, I was like. Oh man, Drew's really gonna have to carry me this episode. Oh, wait, no, that's every single episode. I don't think carry
0: is the right <laughs> word as much as like Drew needs to just maybe sometimes shut up a little bit. Let you get a word in edgewise. Relax. Edgewise. Uh, the people know. Speaking of edgewise, the Blue Jays have no edge in their, winning, in their record as they are 18 and 18 as of right now. Which is to say, there's many, many games remaining on the schedule, which is cool. There's lots of time for them to uh, catch the mighty. Uh, Yankees? No, wait. Orioles, juggernaut? How are the Orioles so good? Anyway. Right, you know why the Orioles are good? Because they score lots of runs. The Blue Jays are not so fortunate to score lots of runs. So, maybe we'll talk about why that is, by chance. What up with that? Maybe we can talk, in terms of things that are positive, about the uh, superlative starting rotation.
1: Is this an itinerary, or are you just like, throwing stuff out? Maybe we'll talk about it.
0: It's, uh, you know we're teasing the episode. <laughs> okay, good. You know what we'll do we'll do it in very traditional podcast form. We'll do the intro at the end. So we'll be like if you want to hear us talk about uh Bruce Bochy, which is one of my bullet points, you can skip ahead to the 26 minute mark. No, yeah, we're not going to do that. This is live. This is live on the floor. This is we're like uh like Toto I was on Toto's Wikipedia page today. <laughs> right. For reason. I'm friends with, uh, on Facebook, with a drummer. A drummer of like a band, a Canadian band that, that was on the radio and stuff. And uh, he's, a, he's a good drummer and he has drummer friends and they do drummer shit where like they share drum only videos of fucking. What's that, Rosanna? No, what's that Toto song?
1: Africa? Not, not
0: Africa, the other one.
1: Uh, Rosanna is a
0: Toto song. Yeah, there yeah, yeah, is Rosanna, hundred, yeah. 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 Uh, and. It's all these drum nerds talking about the fill that l- precedes the chorus. And they, one guy's like, I could never figure it out. And then they, he's like, oh, here's this video of them playing live in Paris. And you watch and you, it shows the fill and it, all the light goes on. And I was like, what am I, why am I reading this? And now why am I talking about it on a baseball podcast? I was asking that question myself. Because I was on Total's <laughs> Wikipedia page for like half an hour. All right. Why? That, this this is the world we live in now. Where you're
1: reciting, like, drummer's world uh, anecdotes? I don't understand. Like, I'm, like,
0: basically, my Facebook page <laughs> turns into a drummer's message board, and I'm along for the ride reading about Toto. It's like the misfits are getting back together with Danzig. What co- The world we live in is dog shit. The misfits do not need to get back together with Dan- Danzig. Danzig is an idiot. Happy Mother's Day to you and yours. So much more coming up on this 60th edition of Birds All Day.
1: Who <laughs> was the drunk one?
0: <laughs> All right, so we're back. Uh, to the Toto cast, where uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I, what is the, What know. is the
1: name of the Toto guy?
0: Who's Toto the guy? The guy,
1: the main, guy, the guy that everybody knows is in Toto.
0: Nobody knows anybody. No, from no, Toto. there is
1: one guy who is some from something else that's in Toto.
0: They're all studio musicians. Yeah, they're like they're just like. Pros. So you don't know is what you're. Talking I don't know about. the guy's name no. from Toto.
1: There's a very famous well. He's famous for being in Toto probably now more than any He
0: was in another band and he was like we should start a band full of these soulless studio no, musicians. was he in Poco? The drummer from Toto was like one of the most famous <laughs> studio musicians of all time.
1: I'll tell you who it is.
0: There's um, nobody famous in Toto. Unless you're into drummers and stuff. And well like you don't you don't like you basses. don't like
1: Steve Lukather? Anyway. I've seen a guitar magazine. He's, he's a guy.
0: I've seen a guitar magazine. So is every person. <laughs> uh, you shut your mouth.
1: He was in another band, I swear to God.
0: The best part about that Toto video, and the fact that they're all studio musicians, was... Yeah, maybe he wasn't. They have this huge <laughs> setup. So there are so many people on stage. They have backup singers, and like 15 percussionists and keyboardists. But the guys who are in the band who get to tell people that they're in a band they're not they're not the musicians uh. they looked like like Izzy Stradlin like they had cut off <laughs> t-shirts and scraggly hair they were like I'm <laughs> in a band man track marks yeah yeah but they're singing like these super slick like assembled in a in a factory super technical pop songs it was strange it's a very strange experience much like watch reading about Toto it's a very strange like at what point in my life did I think that as a 37-year-old man, I'd be reading about total. Here's the underwear. thing I read about. Not
1: because apparently this is the fucking tangent episode that mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. uh, But it relates because you are talking about shitty, terrible bands with horns. Uh, I read, uh, I followed the Peterborough Examiner cause I grew up in Peterborough yeah. on the Twitter. Uh, there was a piece today that they wrote about uh, the preparations for Canada Day in uh, the fair city of Peterborough. Listed a bunch of, you know, stupid hokey shit that, you know, I can't imagine anybody actually doing. But they said a lot of people would do. It's probably a lie. Uh, And then they also said at what used to be called the Festival of Lights and is now some other bullshit name. There will be a performance by Powerhouse colon Chicago. Which is a band. Powerhouse are a... uh, I looked them up. (laughs) They are a revivalist act of, like, 60s horn bands. And they do do... A Chicago tribute. So, if you're in Peterborough, I believe on Canada Day, maybe Victoria Day, probably Canada Day, uh, go and watch some people doing a tribute to the fine band I like to call Chicago.
0: Chicago is very popular. Don't know <laughs> that I could name a Chicago song. Twenty-five or six to four. Yeah,
1: is uh, obviously How weird the is good that in,
0: one. That... Yeah, that area of like album rock, Chicago <laughs> and Boston, were two of the biggest bands in the world. It's pretty good. Boston is more than a feeling, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a banger. I've moved past. I use I same same
1: chords as uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Little known fact.
0: I don't fact. know it's that really that little known. Although every song is there's the same like chords. there's like there's, eight only, chords, four. Yeah. there's only four only yeah. four that anybody uses. Yeah. Speaking the only four that anybody uses, the Blue Jays' offense is really <laughs> in a strange place right now.
1: <laughs> They're not the only ones, apparently. But let's let's talk about that.
0: The things have been very strange. Like the last few weeks, I can't even describe. They can't score any runs. Well, they had the one, they scored like a lot. Obviously
1: they, last year was just a small sample size. A little bit of an outlier.
0: They pissed down Derek Holland's throat one day. And we're all like, whew, glad that's over. Everything's fine now, and then Mm. they proceeded to suck again. Yeah. It's it's in a way that is it's not concerning. It's not concerning. But like even Josh Donaldson's not really hitting right now. Jose Bautista's not hitting at all. Jose Bautista is like just Jose Bautista. He's taking
1: his walks.
0: He's doing Jose Bautista things where he has he doesn't (laughs) hit at all. (laughs) But he walks so much that it's like, you don't notice. Because it's like, oh, Jose Bautista's on base every day.
1: <laughs> Murdering umpires with his stare. Other
0: Jose Bautista things, yeah. Complaining quite loudly to everyone.
1: Yeah, I'm waiting for the uh, the bat flip honeymoon to wear off. <laughs> and then listen to people fucking... Complaining about what a whining piece of shit Jose Batista is again. It's going to be hilarious.
0: It's amazing watching like the Rangers fans. Remember when they played the Rangers a couple weeks ago? They are very not 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 supportive of of the And that, is, and that is in
1: fact where they're going to play tonight, Friday night. Friday
0: night they yeah. will play. The days do not have to get the benefit of facing Derek Holland as the Rangers have wisely hidden him away. <laughs> You know,
1: you know, you could just hide Derek Holland away from every team by not ever pitching Derek Holland. The
0: thing about Derek Holland is that he would be good against the Rangers because they're all left-handed, and <laughs> that's like the only thing he's got going for him. Yeah. Uh, while we're While we're kind of muttering and sputtering around about how the offense is bad and nobody can hit right now, Michael Saunders can kind of hit everything all the time. He can hit
1: a ball with his head while he's sliding over a mound,
0: <laughs> fucking outfield. yeah. That was a rough, rough twenty minutes. <laughs> that was pretty good, yeah. Life. That was pretty good. Because that, that's
1: <laughs> glad to be there for that rough twenty minutes of Michael Saunders' life.
0: That highlight's gonna live forever.
1: It's not Canseco, but getting hit in the head. He is took
0: the ball good. in the dome after tripping over the <laughs> the, 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 the bullpen mound. Right then, he didn't even rub it. What a hero! Didn't even rub it once. And not even the worst
1: play that he made during that 20 minute sequence.
0: That is true, in that the other one, it could have hit him in the jaw. And that wouldn't. Uh, would he not looked have a little
1: concerned. Him. There's a moment of concern on his face, for
0: sure. <laughs> uh, but he's. I did not know. I, well, I was not. I was very skeptical that he had this <laughs> in him. I didn't think. That he would AB I mean, he hasn't been a hundred percent healthy. But he's been like ridiculous. He's been really good this year. He's batting average ball ball's in play, kinda of through the roof. But he's hitting the ball hard. I don't know. No, these thirty one percent hard hit hard hit ball rate, only a seventeen percent softly hit ball rate. That's good, man. I mean the softly hit ball rate's not great, but Maybe the
1: the Chase should try to train everybody for Jay Bruce.
0: Talking about dodging a bullet. I think I, if I think back, I think we were mostly coming out in the. I'd rather Michael Saunders' cheap badness than Bruce's yeah. expensive badness. Uh, yeah. And then, but here we are, and he's actually not bad. So, you know, it's cool. Well, and he's
1: he's made it through five weeks without going onto the disabled list, so that's good too.
0: I think you might have come pretty close. <laughs> <What point? laughs> but uh, are you so? Obviously, right now, there's many of many players are struggling. You know, earlier in the year, it was Donaldson and Bautista carrying them. Now it's uh, <laughs> Saunders and Smoke.
1: Hap got a hit the other day.
0: <laughs> Hap, Hap uh, has a really nice swing. When I, I was when I, I was watching the game, and I looked up and I saw Hap got when he got his hit. I thought it was Saunders. Sure, yeah. And I went through old tweets of mine because I'm like, I swear I made some kind of observation of this, and I did watching bp being like j hap is a nice looking ball player and uh, as it turns out he is
1: oh no when everybody starts to love j hap which is sort you know it's ha- starting oh. to happen oh it's happening yeah sorry let's see what, the pound pa- <laughs> the play on words doesn't work as well vocally as it does in text uh, <laughs> but yeah no it's going to be great I'm, I'm okay with this J-Hap thing. I mean, I will run, run scurrying away from him as soon as he starts to fucking be dog shit again. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but as long as he's good, uh, I really like this, this J-Hap guy.
0: He, I think the biggest thing <laughs> with J-Hap is that the things that people remember about him before was that he nibbled and he took forever and he looked like he would rather be doing almost anything else a lot of the time. I think
1: it I think it does colour the perception of somebody if they are excruciating to watch, even if they get results that are not necessarily terrible.
0: But right now, he looks good. It's yeah. fun to watch because he's like pounding the strike zone. He walks a couple guys here and there, but like nothing out of the nothing out of control. Strikeouts are not great, but it's just like he is he he came to realize what Many have, people have always realized, which is why he's traded for all the time. It's like you're very big, you throw very hard, and you're left handed.
1: Stop nibbling,
0: you fucking idiot. Yeah, don't you might why, be, like You might be okay. Why beat around the bush? Yeah. Not everyone gets to be Clayton Kershaw, but since a very arbitrary <laughs> endpoint of last season, you're going to look a lot like him oh. in terms of the runs allowed and nothing. The, literally yeah, nothing literally else. Yeah, literally nothing else. Literally nothing <laughs> else. As Clayton Kershaw's like 55 strikeouts <laughs> in one walk this year, something stupid like that. Should have won that game. Against Kershaw? Yeah. Uh, I would go with that being, an, it was one of those, it's an honor just being nominated. Yeah, I think that was that's kind of true, the vibe but... that came out of that game. Yeah, Josh Tolley, goddammit, Josh Tolley should have fired a grievance against the Union <laughs> to play was, that night. That, that was, was brutal. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I've overstated. He has 64 strikeouts of the three walks. That's oh. One. Apologies. To, uh, to, Clayton Ger- to Clayton Kershaw. You did it. How, <laughs> how many minutes? You couldn't even. <laughs> Honestly. Okay, but we're also not... I
1: mean, really? Like, I'm, I'm not supposed to talk about the fact that the Blue Jays traded... He the, plays for the Mets the best, the best pitcher in baseball. He's
0: not even close to that. He's pretty good. Did he strike out 20 fucking guys the other day? He did not. No, but what did he do? <laughs> Might have been a couple of home runs.
1: He had two home runs. <laughs> he had
0: two home runs at Dodger Stadium, which is, you know, a bandbox.
1: Like, we were saying this off-air. I was saying this off-air. Uh, yeah, so it would have been a waste to have him here. You know, you don't want to waste a
0: good-hitting pitcher in the American League. It just makes sense to get as much yeah. value for that.
1: Yeah. The Ma- that's why the Mets overvalued him. and uh, They traded the Cy Young Award Cy winner. Cy Young winner. That's crazy. I can't believe that they would do that. That is crazy.
0: The Jays' offense is very middling so far this year, which is because it's, it is yet to fire on all cylinders. We hope. Why? How many of those cylinders are still viable in this machine and not requiring replacement or perhaps the seal has been broken and the... Anyway. There, There are still huge holes in the lineup.
1: Don't worry. Don't worry that Batista and Encarnacion might leave as free agents. Because, you know, if that even happens... Still got a great core of, like, Tulo and Russell Martin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
0: so we'll have to talk about the Tulo thing now. So here's what's going on.
1: I'm just saying.
0: Dave Cameron wrote about it on Fangraphs today. It's been written about a few different times. Mostly noting that he's getting, like, old player skills to the nth degree. He's looking to hook the ball into the seats. Jesus, this is last week. He's been better I mean It It just I, I think We're almost at a point now I mean if you go by Week by week Which is not a wise decision uh-huh. But it's like Okay last week He's about league average Which Is kind of Like is that what we're hoping for now? Are we saying I just sure hope that Troy Tulisky can be Like a league average hitter And still be a great shortstop Even though he's Fucking throwing the ball around Well that I think is
1: Not what you would expect Right, I think that's hmm. that. That won't stay like that. If that, you know, if that becomes a permanent thing of him, then there's a real issue. But uh, well, who can
0: they trade him for? <laughs> Is there another shortstop making like twenty million dollars a year? They can just like keep paying these guys forward as they fall off a of cliff. Jesus. Uh, uh, no. But to
1: the to the thing about are we just hoping that he's going to be a league average hitter? Yeah, until he until he gets to that, until he crosses that bar.
0: Yeah, just got to hope he at least can do that. The concern, I guess, is, which is probably unfounded, but that's the, he's bad with the bat right now, and he's bringing it into the field, because he can't figure out why.
1: That's why they want to make him a first baseman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on the Giants
0: broadcast the other night, he made that he made a kind of a boneheaded play when in Habs game. Yeah, where he of tried to flip it or shovel it to second base and he yeah, threw it in the right way, field. Yeah,
1: way missed. Yeah,
0: which was really not a good decision. And and Kirk and Kipe were wondering aloud. They're like, they said it. I mean, they obviously played
1: Rocky. the the reverence they had for him was like they were like, I've crazy. never
0: seen yeah. him make a mistake like that ever. And yeah. they've watched him for yeah. an entire career, nineteen times a year. Those two guys. Yeah, Yeah. So
1: no, they like I caught I I had the exact same thought because like you could tell that they were like whoa yeah this is not a thing that this guy does
0: yeah for sure which is fine you know it's fine and as I said uh, uh go to uh, Fangraphs of course and read the worrisome transfer toil to whiskey where
1: it yeah it's it's fine it's fine but he'll probably be fine but also oh shit he's on the wrong side of thirty he's that ton of injuries this it's whole just year. a matter there's of like a lot re- of there's a lot of things pointing in not the right direction
0: it's just a matter of redefining what fine is and amazingly
1: exactly the conversation we were having about Jose Reyes last year
0: yeah in a way in a different way but in a way but even though there have been a, f- a couple of misplays that have not necessarily come back to haunt the Blue Jays which if I remember correctly uh Jose Reyes was the similar but the opposite.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely had, yeah.
0: He had misplays at like the worst possible time, costing the Blue Jays a couple games. Uh if I again, that's just kind of off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure that's how it went. Uh which... no,
1: I still gasp anytime I see some a shortstop in the hole fucking try to throw it to first base and not short hop it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was bad. But there's hope, I guess, that Tulowitzki A will get over this little case of the yips in the field, and that he is sort of showing signs of coming out of it a little bit. Not necessarily showing signs of being like a, you know, twenty percent better than league average hitter, but not showing signs of being, you know, I'll see this Escobar bad. But that's I, I, but that's the other th- that's the thing I keep coming back to, is that shortstops are so bad that he's been. So bad that he's been as bad as Elvis Andrews was for four years. Or he's been so bad that he's as as bad as the starting shortstop for the World Series champion and two-time AL champions. Which is just the fucking craziest thing in the world. That the stupid dogshit Royals won the fucking World Series. (laughs) With Alcides Escobar, who sucks so much. But then you come back like, Yeah, that's all true, Drew, you fool. Uh, Alcides Escobar does not make... $20 $20 million a year.
1: That's a bit of the thing. Yeah. He doesn't make but that much money. That's a bit of the thing. And you could say so many of the same things about Russell Martin and his counterparts and his salary.
0: He's got a part on the... <laughs> but, then you think, but then again, so yeah, the Royals save that money, but they don't spend it on anybody. Fuck the Royals. They signed South Perez to that criminal-ass contract. Then they're like, here you go. We'll give you a little extension. But it's not like they save that 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 savings what they pay Alex Gordon to be the tallest midget in left field like yeah you're really good defensive left fielder way to go god damn the royals i want them i want horrible things to happen to them and what like having to live it.
1: in Kansas City
0: Well they didn't need to go there <laughs> i don't know the thing with <laughs> the thing with the offense right now i think is is that yes there's not this guy feels this guys you know nobody's scorching hot But We're dealing with a Oh man (laughs) You're sure it's not last week Many This is a big yawner Here (laughs) early There are huge holes In the lineup Russell Martin's Weighted runs created Plus this year is 5 Ryan Goen's Weighted runs created Plus this year is 14 Those two guys And combined with Chris Colabello Are Two full wins Below replacement
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, I mean, you would expect—I mean, unless you're one of those idiots who uh, don't—you uh, expect Russell Rod uh, Ryan Goins' uh, win runs created plus to be something like 14. Maybe not, not maybe 14 not that bad. Maybe not 14. Yeah, but the—I mean, the 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 Martin thing is alarming. Did you see the—I uh, think it was August uh, Fagerstrom from uh, from uh, Fangraphs tweeted mm-hmm. <laughs> that Russell Martin has grounded into more double plays than he has extra base hits this year, as of the other night. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's grounded into two double plays. (laughs) Like,
0: that's fucked up. It's distressing.
1: Yeah, it's distressing.
0: It's very distressing. Uh, I'm sure that to no one other than uh, more than Russell Martin. Even. Well,
1: you know what? It's that scoundrel Anthopolis who just, <laughs> who's, who, you know what? He didn't care about what declines might be coming. He knew he was going. He knew he was out. He knew he was going to be moving his fucking family to fucking LA like a douche. And,
0: uh... <laughs> it was interesting in it, when in it, when LA was here, <laughs> he said he, he first started thinking that he wasn't going to be around in September. Yeah, he did say that. How can you live a life of lie like that? They just These guys live lies all the time. He's celebrating, spraying champagne. Checked out. Checked out. In I his think, head. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking back to the Giants series.
1: And who did he give away for Pennington?
0: Who Who's did good? give away? Someone's for... good
1: now. Really? Whoever gave away was good. What? Now
0: I don't know. The Giants broadcast made a lot of all the movement on Aaron Sanchez's pitches and how they Fucking up, Russell Martin. Like, yeah, boxing him up and he's taking him off the thumb and off the palm.
1: It's just like we thought, you know? What an amazing starting rotation that's just going to get fucking sunk by this <laughs> garbage offense. It's just that Cleveland's the Cleveland <laughs> way,
0: always oh, the stupid Cleveland way. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say. That those players will get better, and as they get better, the offense I think will score more runs just because there won't be total zero I feel I feel like everything. three
1: runs a game is probably a little low for the these guys uh I am unless you mean the 2017 version when it's like
0: even worse why well, uh but we're not talking about that Eric Thames man the savior's coming he's coming back uh I am of the mind maybe that everyone at Karnassian is hurt
1: they're all hurt
0: they're old players. They that's kind
1: of the thing about trying to keep the super old team together. Uh, yeah, just watching Edwin Hurts, watching him like dive around at first base, and say, like, every time it's like, oh my god, my groin, killing
0: me. <laughs> he Again, the... I
1: assume that's because it's. I'm sympathetic to Edwin's diving around.
0: He Taking his left hand off the bat? on his follow throughs and swings well, that's
1: what made him good was not doing that right not even not taking you don't take your bottom well, hand No, up. you don't take your bottom hand up yeah the left end yeah no, that's
0: not good it's strange uh, and he's been low key he's a warrior great.
1: that's why he's a fucking warrior
0: hey man home runs home runs make it all go away which is good
1: uh, it's gonna be f- really fun when they blow this whole team up next winter <laughs>
0: What are you Listen I think we have to Well do, what we are have you silver lining this we What are you going to do line.
1: I mean I wouldn't have blown it up If I knew that Tulo and Martin Were going to be Fucking dog shit in, Right now it, Like instantly they're, Yeah They're instantly I would have given this team a chance If those guys were going to be okay but, well, if what they're, you, what, but
0: if they're fucked Then holy shit Well what are you going to blow up You're going to trade Strowman For what You're rebuilding forever For not for 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 something
1: well, you got to get out from those two Owen Martin contracts for one. It's a
0: little. It, this premature.
1: Do you think? Can you imagine what I would say to the person on Twitter,
0: saying tweeting at was, me the things that i have literally just said? They've right got to now. blow the team up.
1: Oh, I'm such an asshole.
0: <laughs> I think that they the that the platooning with Goins and Barney, the inevitable regression in an upwards direction for Martin and Tulo will make the entire team look and feel and perform that much better let there be no doubt
1: the thing is Jay Happ got a goddamn hit I think Tulo and Martin can get to a point where they can get hits off major league pitchers if Jay Happ can do it J so had slapped the ball
0: the other way. All the, no, have
1: that. you seen Martin and Tulo lately? That's the best we're hoping
0: for. Tulo, hit a, he had a home run. He had a oh. double. He had a sack fly. All in
1: the same game. <laughs> How far do you think you would have hit that fucking Matt Cain pitch that Tulo as a home run?
0: I hit the ball well on Saturday. I had a double. There you go. Rock it over the second, over the shortstop's head that went all the way to the wall. I was out by 20 feet at second base <laughs> if the throw was online. But uh, it wasn't. <laughs> So it's in the it's in the books as a double, even though it was an exhibition game. I like it. Uh, you would have crushed that pitch. Silver lining. Michael Saunders looks great. Josh Donaldson. <laughs> was
1: it a, what a pathetic silver lining. The
0: team is. <laughs> I think the silver, the silver lining is the team will be fine. It's probably not. Okay. It's, it's not going to be the you know orgy of career years like twenty fifteen was, but there is still so much pop in the in the offense's lineup. Even if that's just what Tulo is. If Tulo is like a, like a strikeout home run, two true outcome, or three true outcome shortstop, that's fine. J.J. Hardy is fine. He's that same guy. Who cares? The <laughs> offense will be fine. The starting pitching is so encouraging. No, I
1: would very much want to pay J.J. J. Hardy $20 million for the next three, four years.
0: Yeah. The Orioles are so excited to pay J.J. J. Hardy anything that they... Have uh, one of the best players in baseball And they play him out of position That's how excited they are to play J.J. Hardy Don't it's hate true. Don't hate All right. How are the Angels doing? They are unbelievably bad <laughs> They are a disaster They're, Everybody's hurt So that's the only other it's thing That's the amazing. only thing that I think that can really Prevent the Blue Jays from getting better Would be if somebody got hurt Speaking of getting hurt The bullpen is a little hurt this is the one thing that. Uh, the Blue Jays aren't. The, okay. The Jays. The Toronto Blue Jays are not the only team in baseball with a bad bullpen. Lots of teams have a bad bullpen. Teams that are supposed to be good have bad bullpens. And it kind of kills them. I mean, the Jays' bullpen is bad in a way that other teams <laughs> don't have to worry about. But, I mean, look at. The Astros, right? Look at what the Astros gave up to get Ken Giles. And think about how bad Ken Giles has been. You know, basically fired as the closer. And then you got Vincent Velasquez, the guy they traded to get a closer. Putting up huge cartoon numbers. It makes a big difference. The Rangers, who the Jays just destroyed that pathetic bullpen when they were here.
1: Well, it's because everybody got got really rode Sam Dyson too hard. I, uh, I'd like to I'd like to offer a hot take about eh, you know. Yeah.
0: I think the one thing that we should, we <laughs> we need I think the, the this is the opposite of a silver lining uh-huh. is the Blue Jays bullpen has been so bad and yet has been asked to do so little. <laughs> they have the fewest number of innings. Bit. What is going on here? May I ask? What. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is it? Is this about the the nip the of slug uh, rye of, that I just the took? Slug of rye.
0: Well, you were felt like you were away from the mic for too long, so you didn't want to like take the time to pour. There a was drink.
1: one beer left, and I gave it to you. you
0: really? You can drink it. I know
1: I could, but I, mean, like, a, take but I am a wonderful host, and that's why I did a slug of rye instead <laughs> of drinking a beer. Obviously, I need it.
0: <laughs> Let's no. How do you feel about Gavin Floyd? moving up and basically being the setup guy right now.
1: <laughs> I love the shit out of it because he hasn't fucked up yet. Once he fucks up, I'll be real pissed off about it. But <laughs> but no, he's been he's been fine. He's been a different guy too, which is crazy, right? Like his strikeout rate is like you know like he was in the bullpen basically for the first time in his career. If you look at his like you know starts versus games pitched uh, you mm-hmm. know, he—I ha- think he put, pitched out of the bullpen twice, literally in his entire major league career, which was a
0: pretty long one until last year. Like, yeah, and of then last from... year he
1: came back and was, you know, did like you know seven innings or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he has maybe twice that, because it's so fucking still early in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was different. I mean, his usage was different. I wrote about it this week. Uh, the the pitch usage was, was different. The release point was slightly different. I think he moved a bit on the rubber. Uh. And he's, he's, like, striking guys out like crazy. Like, it, like like you would never expect Gavin
0: Floyd to do. It's, and his
1: velocity isn't really going crazy either. His swinging strike rate is
0: 16 it's and a half. It's nuts. It's nuts. It's almost like being a reliever is an easier job than <laughs> being started. I yeah, know uh, it's great. It's, but, like, I don't know. It's working. Let's go for it. This is the kind of thing that, that the Blue Jays... Uh, these, these are the wins, the little wins that, that maybe you... The, the, this is like the pitching version of Chris Colabella, in a way. Like, this is a... <laughs> what lo- are
1: you saying about Gavin Floyd? Well,
0: that this was a, this was a <laughs> low risk. Right. And I know what you're saying. And the reward has already been... As, as, I mean, it's... Gavin it's, Floyd's been worth like half a win already. <laughs> he's pitched 16 innings. They've been terrific innings, but you would not have expected him to pitch at this level at any point. I would not expect
1: him to pitch in the big leagues at all.
0: Is, that's true. And you and I were here scoffing yeah. the, our lives away at the big league contract they gave him. And now it looks great. Just Chavez it, looks...
1: <laughs> it looks great, but it looks great in a role that is like, hey, well, we'll, just, we'll try that, I guess. Like It's crazy. It speaks to, to me, how silly it is to... To, like, get hung up on really, like, rigid thinking about shit like that. I mean, we're laughing about how, you know, wrong we were about Gavin Floyd's contract. You know, you're wrong all the time (laughs) looking at this crazy sport. Sometimes Gavin Floyd ends up being your eighth inning guy and you're like, Drew Storm comes in. You're like, why isn't Gavin Floyd in the game? And, and. Literally two weeks before that, you would have thought that only a crazy person could have had that thought. It's beautiful, but it's also. Come on, it's also give it, give it some give it give it some credence. Accept, it, understand? Sorry, I'm, no, I'm no, no, belaboring good. the point, but like
0: it's also. I think it's it's good. Man, it, it, it gives a little bit of insight into the world of, of the manager. What the manager's role is, where, you know, when Drew Storen and and Brett Cecil were bad, you know, a handful of times. Past tense? No, (laughs) early on in their struggles, right? It didn't take. Fans (laughs) are so quick to, they want to get him out of it, drop him to the sixth, sixth inning, make this guy take this guy out of leverage, and obviously these things they don't they can't happen in a vacuum. Right, you can't move Drew Storen down after a few bad outings because you want to find out what's what's real here. Are these bad outings because he just missed yeah. with a couple pitches, or is this bad outings because his velocity is down? He's now he's, bad because yeah. he's now bad. But the other thing is, you need to know who you could put up into that role. So for before that, before you can do the first part of that, you need to know can I trust Gavin Floyd? Okay, so now I look at my my full complement of information. Yeah. Gavin Floyd looks great; he's yeah. making guys swing and miss. He's getting lefties out more than he gets righties out. I'm comfortable moving him up. I know yeah. I can rely on him. Yeah. I know, how, and also I think another thing to it is, he's learning Floyd and John Gibbons along with him. How long does it take Gavin Floyd to get ready?
1: Yeah. What kind Absolutely. of a, what
0: kind of runtime does he need? Gibby gets that information. He makes a decision. The, the most the largest or the most informative pieces of information are true story fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like right? that's like the thing. Okay. Now we need to act. So earlier, a couple times it was Jesse Chavez who was maybe in that role. Now he says, I know I can trust Floyd. I know I'll have this opening. And I can still trust Chavez when I need him. Uh, I feel like Jesse Chavez has been a little bit unlucky in terms of like home runs and stuff. Yeah, I think
1: his fit and shit is pretty good, actually. His home run... Is, At least his fit. Maybe not his shit. I don't
0: is, know. Is, he, he has, home runs are maybe a bit of a worry for him. But, he's, <laughs> but he's, otherwise, he looks pretty good. Uh and then with, with Cecil, again, like, you can't, okay, we're going to drop Cecil down. We're going to take a, take away his leverage. But then it's like, who do you go to? Who are you going to throw out there against David Ortiz in the eighth inning? Well,
1: there, I, earlier, like, very early in the season, Arnold Leon came out at a point where people were like, what the fuck is this guy doing out there? And mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, like, the point you're making is, uh, to more generalize it, it's like, I I would give a little more leeway to what the manager is doing with the bullpen in April and early May mm-hmm. than I would if he was still making the same mistakes in you know August and September. Mm-hmm. The same thing, uh, that pers- though. Mm-hmm. The caveat to that is Gibbons was kind of weird with the bullpen in the playoffs, so I don't know. Yeah. it shook my faith in Gibbons' you know ability to run a bullpen properly because that was like he was lauded for that. and B.J.
0: Ryan, loved you it, you and more, I like, more than anyone else. We're banging that drum for yeah. years and years and yeah, years, yeah. but
1: uh, and it's been weird. Like he makes weird decisions, but I, but I, ha- I have enough mm-hmm. faith in him. I think that yeah, like
0: I also think it's the difference. It's a the d- difference thing. between tactics and strategy, right? We know. can say I see, these. Are, I see what you did there. These I are like tactical you things that you, we are going to question. You could first guess them or second guess them, but these are strategic things that have bigger implications than, than today's game. That's the, the Cedo Gaston school of managing.
1: I was gonna bring up Cedo, yeah.
0: I'm going to bring up Bruce Bochy. Because Bruce Bochy did something in a game that the Giants lost. Because Jake Peavy was out there and he had fucking nothing. He was so lucky to not get
1: fucking shit canned. He was
0: so lucky to not get shit canned. But there was a situation where... And I'm not going to say, like, this is Bruce Bochy. He's won three World Series. But it's one of those... I, I was just really impressed with it. Because, A, he came out to the mound. Right. And he talked to Peavy. Yeah. And the, those two guys are known as, like, being, they. you know, Bochy used to manage the Padres when Peavy came up. And I think it was, it might have been Tulitski and Martin or somebody like that coming up, or Pilar, I don't know. And Bochy came out. the heart of the and, fucking order. And well, and, what, and I think the bases were loaded or something. It was, it was like, a, there were guys on, the Giants were already down. Bochy basically said, in, in my mind, I'm thinking, he knows that this is the game, right? If that, if... PB doesn't get out of this; the game's over anyway. Right, right. So if PB gets lit up, they are already losing. Then suddenly you're asking the bullpen to get like 15 or 16 outs.
1: (laughs) Then you're asking the Blue Jays bullpen to not blow up and give a fucking (laughs) win back to you.
0: But I I was just really, (laughs) I I like that way that he went about it because you again, it would would have been easy. The easy thing to do would have been to go out there, be like Jake, you got nothing. You've thrown like 120 pitches. You're trying to quick pitch Evan Encarnacion you're just you're desperate. Get out of here. I need to stop the bleeding. When it's like, "Jakey, get me these two guys. They're both kind of sucking. And if you don't, whatever, we're probably going to lose. We'll play for tomorrow. But if you do, you never know, you know. Go for it." And he did. Right. And and Wee got out of it. They of course, still lost. But uh, I was it was just I was really impressed. I like that because it's it's re- it's that, that's the reality of being a big league manager that you can't manage every single game like it's the 7th game of the World
1: Series. This reminds me of something that I thought actually the other day, and hopefully I... Uh, <laughs> hopefully it's not extremely stupid. But, uh... Ryan Tapera, in that situation with the shrimp, with the fucking Buster Posey is up. Mm-hmm. He goes he goes down, he's 3-0. Uh, and, you know, it's just... It's so easy to say, like, throw a strike, you gotta throw a strike, you gotta do this. And... I you know, I understand that yeah you should you should throw a strike three zero, bases loaded he's probably taking anyway, but if you sort of remove that from the equation, to me it's like, I mean if you're Ryan Tep- do you want Ryan Tepera to just be like oh yeah I give up I'm just gonna fucking pump a fucking meatball down and hope hope Posey doesn't mm-hmm. like crush it to a point that you know hope it finds a glove, or like do you want him to fucking Believe in himself and really and like try to make a good pitch and whether it goes well or not, like mm-hmm. try to make a good pitch and try to like use what you you know what you have to do to do a good thing to make something good happen uh even if and it were and it worked to it did not work out well, but I don't know i I don't know that the message that you want to send to your to anybody in that mm-hmm. situation is. Ah, eh, just give up and 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 throw it down the middle and hope something else. You right. know, like you if want it's three zero,
0: he if he doesn't try to make a pitch three zero, he's still got to make one three one. If Posey just stands there with the bat in the shoulder, yeah, and is like throw me a strike, and then you do, it's like okay, now I'm, you know, sitting dead red. I know you're having a hard time. I watched you, yeah, groove like aim a pitch in there, again. Uh, wait, and when DePerez got himself into that situation with some help. <laughs> Yes, you know, but the yeah. the game is effectively over. Yeah, it, I mean, it's
1: what, I mean that's why I felt this. You know,
0: but like still, the yeah, parallel there, yeah, fight I, right. Don't just don't quit.
1: Yeah, and that that bothers me when people are like, ah, they're all a fucking strike. And it's like no, fucking try to throw a good pitch. That's mm-hmm. what you're there to do. But it's hard. Uh, baseball's hard. Don't tell. Don't tell. Piss babies though.
0: It's an emotional thing, but the. But big league players are also good about not being emotional. They have to be.
1: They probably wouldn't have got there if they weren't.
0: And the ones that are... you got. It's all about managing those things. Nothing wrong with emotion. But... So much of what those guys do is about... is predicated on preparation. And doing the same thing every day. And putting yourself in a position to do the right thing. Joey, there's a great story in the Cincinnati paper about Joey Votto... Working with Billy Hamilton Joey Votto makes like More money than God (laughs) And he's teaching He's out there doing BP With Billy Hamilton every day Trying to help a guy who He's like Everyone has said a thousand times Billy Hamilton can't hit Such that it seems like He's kind of starting to believe them And Votto was like Fuck all Fuck everybody
1: Hey hit doesn't measure heart
0: (laughs) Your batting average Doesn't measure heart (laughs) Yeah Poor uh Strowman kind of got a raw deal the other day.
1: Yeah, strike guys out. I don't know. he's been. No, he has been. Uh, well, the other one wasn't as you know, the Giants wasn't as great. But yeah, he got a bit of a raw deal. He's amazing. He's, he's been really uh, good. I love Stroman quite a lot.
0: He's kind of the best. You know what? That's it. I think we're done. We've been prattling on. Uh, we talked a lot about Toto.
1: Way more than I ever thought we ever would.
0: Yeah. Toto, of all the bands. Toto. Got anything to plug? BlueJaysNation.com. Major key. Did you, you put something in Toronto Life the other, week, the other day?
1: I did a thing, yeah, about Catch the Taste in Toronto Life. Sometimes I do a Toronto Life thing.
0: You make don't, don't look at me like
1: that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great. Read that. Uh, I will eventually... I right for blue jays nation sometimes do you in that i've done it once <laughs> well, maybe i'll have, do it again
1: you have a real life that's the thing
0: i do i started playing my my league my to play baseball again it's great i couldn't catch anything i looked like russell martin trying to catch aaron sanchez behind the plate it was rough i felt bad i was costing my pitcher strikes
1: hey max pentecost played in the game today so a long national nightmare may soon be over
0: yeah, that's it's like
1: three, four years from now.
0: He's had a, I counted counted today. He has 119 professional at bats. He was drafted in 2014, and all those at bats came then. So that he missed all of last year <laughs> up to now.
1: When it's worse than Anthony Alford, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, that's not good.
0: What's the latest prospects scuttlebutt? Is there are there any? There's nothing on the horizon. I don't pay attention
1: to prospects. Are you kidding me?
0: Not anymore. Not when they don't have any. Not
1: when they yeah when they matter. I'll pay attention to them. They don't matter. No? Oh, maybe Connor Green went and fucking hung out with Charlie Sheen. I don't know.
0: No, Maybe well, that's like a selling feature.
1: When they blow up the team next winter, because <laughs> Tulo and Martin are just so vastly overpaid that it's ridiculous. Uh. Yeah, maybe we'll start paying attention to prospects again.
0: Don't sleep on that Prince Fielder contract being the worst in baseball. He's so much worse than Pools. No, he's terrible. Yeah, so much worse. Yeah, so much worse. Also, don't pay attention to the Robbie Cano contract because it actually looks <laughs> so far because he hits everything.
1: No, the Jays should
0: have signed him. Reading the arm actually right now. One more thing, I'll, I'll say real uh-huh. real quick. Reading the arm, it's uh, it's good. It's gruesome, but it's good.
1: Oh yeah, you said you almost vomited. I
0: definitely almost on. vomited on the on the subway. The first chapter, I did, I don't even think of myself as having like, a weak stomach. I'm not a. I'm not that person. <laughs>
1: so you think. Um... It's bone yet, yet, tendons being fucking
0: no, bones being grafted from. It's the bone drilling. Really? The bone drilling. Really? The idea of the bone drilling. And he's going in about how he had a 2.5mm drill bit and it wasn't big enough, so he we went to the 3. Then he went to the 3.5, then he went to the 4. Drilling holes in bones <laughs> so that he can loop tendons around and snap them all together.
1: Yeah, see, so you know it's the tendons that would make me weird. The bones, yeah, do whatever to bones. Bones are just goddamn bones. Get that blood out of my fucking face, though. Tendons in the fucking
0: credit Jeff Basson for being it's really evocative in that it almost made me puke the back of my head was swaying <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, This is bad, I gotta get off this stupid. But uh, yeah, check it out. It talks about the it actually makes me really like um, Theo Epstein so far because he's kind of well, I'd boss. like to see
1: him put together a decent team, but other than that, <laughs> I'd like to see if you can recreate the <laughs> 1984 Tigers. <laughs>
0: They lost twice yesterday Fuck the Cubs Terrible They're trash Alright You know
1: They're fucked now That Schwarber's gone right
0: Yeah yeah yeah. Obviously they missed him (laughs) I've forgotten He existed (laughs) as a person I know It's
1: crazy It's crazy
0: For Andrew Stoughton My name is Drew Ferris Thank you everyone For listening to Birds All Day We'll be back uh, Presumably next week